You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. I want to thank God especially for this privilege bestowed upon me to bring the word. I, I really appreciate it and I don't take it lightly. Amen. So you're welcome. I welcome you to this year's edition of um, the Ambassadors Got Something Tags 2023. So this year's theme is um, tagged or themed the overcomer derived from the Bible verse um, 1 John 2 verse 12 to 14. So who is an overcomer? What does it mean to overcome? Um, for my research, it means to achieve or to conquer. Who is an overcomer? Now, this is personalized. This is individualized. It's now a being. So we are overcomers. So we have achieved and we have conquered. Can you please give me the Bible verse? Thank you. Can you give me the NIV version? I'm writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. I'm writing to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. Verse 14. I write to you dear children because you know the father. I write to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men because you are strong and the word of God lives in you. And you have overcome the evil one. So as Christians, um, from this Bible verse, I don't know. Can I get the message translation? Can we read together, please? I remind you, my dear children, your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name. You veterans were in on the ground floor and know the one who started all this. You new overcomers have won a big victory over the evil one. And the second reminder, dear children, you know the father from personal experience. You veterans know the one who started it all and you newcomers such vitality and strength. God's word is so steady in you. Your fellowship with God enables you to join, to gain a victory over the evil one. So, um, from this Bible verse, I understand, I believe that this is being addressed to believers, to the saints who are believers. Any believers in the house, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. Hallelujah. So, it's being addressed to the believers. It's a message to Christians who are believers. Believers are individuals who who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, believe in him and work according to his word. Now, as Christians, what are we overcoming? We've been hearing the word overcomers, overcomers. The Bible verse here specifically said that we've overcome the evil one. Who's the evil one? The devil. The evil one is the devil. It's darkness. It's the world. I think in um, yeah, NIV, it says something about the darkness, the world. Now, for us to overcome, because I believe Jesus Christ has overcome. said Jesus Christ has overcome all for us. So, the moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you have overcome. But now, it says the overcomer. So, it's a continuous process. You don't just get into that point and you leave the whole matter. No, it's a continuous process. You keep overcoming. It's a process. It's a lifestyle. Now, how do you retain or still live in this lifestyle? There are so many hindrances. 
But basically, the only way or the foundational way to still operate as an overcomer is to obey the word of God. We all know that the foundation, or if you don't know, let me put it to you, that the foundation of every Christian's life is love. Quote me anywhere. You can check all the commandments, everything. It is for love. So most of the sin that have been um, outlined do bad. So they, they cause havoc. The Bible says, how can you claim to love me, Jesus Christ, who you don't see, but you hate your brother? Somewhere in the same first John, I think, um, 2 verse um, 9 or 10, something about that. So how do you claim to do that? Now, there are so many hindrances to being an overcomer. Number one, money making. So um, in today's church, we've adopted or assimilated the things of the world a lot. So we believe... Most of us think that um, the worldly way, the way the world is going is the way you should go. But it says that the way of the world, if you claim to love the world, then you do not love the Father. Amen? If you claim to love the world, you do not love the Father. Now, in the aspect of the church, as believers, we are different. We are unique. We are special. We know our faith. We know our stance in Christ. Most of us here, so many individuals believe in making money whatever way. They have this whole concept of I can make money anyhow. I can follow any process. I think I was listening to um, a word by pastor and he said he had to stop working at the bank because he felt he was making money, yes, but it was not the godly way. So there's a verse that said if your hands would lead you to steal, you cut it off. So maybe he had felt that Working in the bank would be a huge temptation. So he had to reduce working. Amen. Now, for ministers generally, sorry, I know this is addressed to the whole church. As a minister in Christ, ministry is broken into various parts. We have the pastors, the singers, the businessmen. We have kingdom businessmen. We have um, artists, people who draw, who are meant to be in the church. There's this motto that any which way goes. You want to make money anyhow. You follow the process. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going for an appointment. They say they are paying for this. They are paying. What happened to God? What happened to Jesus Christ? He said we have overcome. It's a lifestyle. The sole foundation to this thing is to obey the word of God. So if you obey the word of God, how would you... Is there anywhere in the Bible that says for you to... Yes, you have to work hard. But it does not say you bribe, or you bribe people to get something. What happened to Jesus Christ? Now, for teenagers, my teenagers, um, the spirit is one because on Wednesday, I believe um, we had a talk show and, you know, we're trying to explain to parents how we feel the need to make money. But I can assure you that our parents are looking for somebody to take away their responsibilities. Why are we in a hurry? Why are we in a rush? Where are we running to? Where are we running to? Our parents are looking for somebody to pay our school fees for them. And we are looking for how to buy. You know, the thing is that I actually analyzed it on Wednesday and I discovered we need money, not for needs, but for wants. So, you have a shoe. You don't want the shoe you have. You want a shoe of 80,000 naira, And you know you can't afford it. Or you know you can afford it, but you want to spend negligently. So please, I advise that we should calm down. Look at parents here. You can ask. They'll tell you. They are looking for who will pay our school fees. They are looking for who will foot the bills. They are looking for who will pay electricity bills. They are looking for people to sort out these issues. 
Now, secondly, to the teenagers, please, um, I want to emphasize on respect. Everybody generally, sorry, respect. Um, we feel that greeting is underrated. We feel that greeting is normal. Greeting is not important. But please, please, can we try to greet? We have teenagers who we feel waking up in the morning, we don't greet our parents. Ah, we are alive now. Are we not their children? I have a friend that used to say her parents are blessed to have her. And I'm like, oh, I'm blessed to have my mom <laughs> You get so please. I'm emphasizing so much on respect. I wrote a little something down. Um, okay, okay, so yeah, nobody is better than anybody in the sight of God. We all know that popular verse we are all created in the image and likeness of God. So now, my question is if you're created in the image and likeness of God, and I'm created in the image and likeness of God, why do I feel I'm better than you? Who is better than God? Nobody. So we are created in the image of one being of God. And I feel I'm better. I feel I should belong to a particular social class. I feel I should associate with only a particular type of people. It is wrong. It is very wrong. Now, in the aspect of social media, oof, I'm not just talking about the teenagers because many of us here, parents, adults, young adults, elderly, we are also guilty of this thing. We are really guilty of this thing. You look up to influencers that are not believers. They are not in the world. They don't understand kingdom principles. And you want to be like them. You don't understand what is going on. You know, there's this popular saying, what covers the outside is just the clothes. Yeah? The flesh covers. But what somebody... Do you know there are people that don't sleep? They have to take drugs to sleep. Not that there's any problem. They feel that they don't have peace of mind. But as a believer, you have overcome. You have peace of mind. The spirit of the Lord lives in you. It is well. Amen. So, in aspect to this, I also want to address dressing, looks. You know, there's so many, um, so many arguments have come up in the teen church about the way people dress. And, you know, it's as if we can't pinpoint a particular answer. But, and then there's also something like dating. So, the, today's world, they say teenagers, you know. But, our teacher always used to say, now nah from, clap. Then they take enter dance. So basically what this means is that from the little things, you realize that you've graduated. He used to say something about conscience. He says that as a child, when you want to steal meat from the pot, the first time you go to the pot, you hear your mother's name. But she didn't say anything. Nobody said anything. You're alone in the kitchen. That's your conscience. The next time you go, you hear your mother's name, but you decide to take it, put it inside your pocket and go and hide. The third time you go, she's in the kitchen. You're laughing, you're smiling. You take four pieces of meat. Your conscience is dying. There's one thing about sin. God will forgive you, but it will forever have consequences. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. He would give you peace, yes. <laughs> it is well. There's this thing that my mom always used to say that is her business motto. She always used to say what you don't want others to do to you, don't do to others. And it works. You know the word that stemmed it as karma. God has termed it as karma, but we are believers and we know it is written in the word. It is written in the word. Do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed through the renewing. It is a process. That's what I want us to understand. Being overcomers is a process. It's a lifestyle. You don't just become an overcomer and chill. You know, some people feel that once you become a Christian, you know, that's the end. You're a Christian. You're justified. You've gotten salvation. But I think there was a preaching by Apostle Paul Lurupo when he said that there are various crowns and levels in, even in heaven. 
So yes, we are all Christians, but some people get more. More levels. There are more levels to these things. Now, in my conclusion, how do we stop these hindrances? In the word, I think he said, when we come, came through my throne of grace and mercy, with boldness, don't be timid. He's your father. I know sometimes we are scared of our earthly fathers, yes, but, you know, there are sometimes you need to just be strong and walk up and say what you want to say and get it over with and hear what he has to say. So that's what God wants. We are Christians. We can't be, please forgive me, I know. Yes, you need to be sober from whatever you've done, but you also need to acknowledge that you've sinned. The boldness is acknowledgement that you sinned. Hallelujah. Are we, are we together? So in conclusion, to be overcomers, obedience to the will and the word of God is needed. Which I said that the word of God is founded on love. Do not kill. When you kill somebody, their family members are going to cry over them. You have hurt your fellow man. Do not steal. Somebody sweated and worked hard to get something. He's in pain. Everything is sent out around love. Jesus Christ came. That which we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Somebody asked me a question, can you die? Say, hey, send my son to die. And they were obviously still against him. And he died. But you see one thing about the flesh. Even Jesus Christ was like, if there's a way we can stop this whole thing, is it possible? But he said, let your will be done. The word of God, let your will be done. Now for overcomers, as a Christian, for your prayers to be answered, for you to cast loose and bind on earth, for it to be answered in heaven, you need to be obedient. I'm centered around obedience, obedience to the word of God. Hallelujah. So, um, can we bow down our heads? Um, if there's anyone here who feels he or she is not living the life of an overcomer today, we can still make amends. Just like the prodigal son, you can still come to God the Father. Can you signify by Ushers, please, can you help me? Can we signify by raising our hands? If there's anyone here who feels they are not living the life of an overcomer, you, you've deviated from that path of God, and you feel you're not living the life of an overcomer, you feel you're not conquering the evil one, you're not conquering the devil, because I don't understand why as Christians we cannot pray for it to be answered. There are hindrances to these things. Hallelujah. If you're in this position and you'd like to be prayed with, quickly signify. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Let's begin to pray in the spirit. Let's begin to speak in tongues. Let's ask God for help. If there's whatever way you feel you're not, you're not obeying the word of God, he said, come, come. I would forgive you. He said, come. You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banek Squarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashankari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone, 09-290-9000 or 07-03-15-884-04. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.